Welcome to the first ever podcast of Mother Daughter Diaries. My name's Natasha, and I'm the mother. My name's Adriana, and I'm the daughter. Hi, Adriana. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Can't we? Kind of excited about this first podcast. Mm-hmm. First off, I'm going to tell you about myself. Okay. I mean, not really yeah. you, because <laughs> I think you know. Yeah, just a little bit. But my, hopefully our audience, right? Right. So, I am a mom of three. And a grandmom of three. And I don't feel like a grandma. <laughs> I don't think it's time for me to get the polyester pants out and the orthopedic shoes. I <laughs> still wear jeans and, um, yeah, I, I want to be a young grandma. I don't want to be like that trying too hard hip grandma, but I just want to be the young grandma. Right. Um, I have... Like I said, three amazing kids. Um, Adriana is my youngest child. hey And the last one left in the nest, besides my fur babies. I like the nest. I don't want to leave the nest. Sure you don't. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been married a couple times, but I have feel like I have finally found the one. Um, he is crazy goofy and talks about stuff that I have no interest in, but I smile like I care. Love you, honey. (laughs) Um, but he does spoil me rotten and he is really good to me. So that I cannot complain about and I'm pretty blessed. Um, I recently have some health issues that probably talk about along the way. Um, but we'll see, because I got a couple doctor's appointments coming up, and we'll see what happens with that. Wah, wah, wah. Adriana! Hola! My name is Adriana. I'm 18 years old. This is my senior year of high school. I'm very excited because my life is just now starting for me. I'm to a point worried about how hard things are going to be for me once I do finally leave the nest. But, uh, I think for a while I should just chill here and, uh... Me and my dog will just stay in the house, never leave. What Adriana doesn't know is I'm going to get a two-bedroom, a one-bedroom nest soon, and she's going to... I'm sorry, what? ...not have you a place to live. That's horrible. Don't say that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I'm just really excited to see where uh, the journey of podcasting takes us. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. So, we live in Springfield, Missouri, which is the third largest city in Missouri. Did you know that? I did. You did? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, I actually like Springfield, Missouri. Um, it's not so big like um, Kansas City and St. Louis, but it still has stuff, except for a Cheesecake Factory. Except for a Cheesecake Factory. I can name off a lot of things that it doesn't have that I wish it had. Like what? Pals, Whataburger. Okay, well, Pals is <laughs> Eastern Tennessee. But I love Tennessee I know, so much. I know, I know. <laughs> There's some things about Tennessee I love, too. Like, if, if we could get, like, cashew Hong Kong in, cashew chicken Hong Kong in-ish, in eastern all Tennessee. Had, all they had over there was, like, Japanese food. Their Other than that, food nothing. Was, their, their Japanese food was not the greatest. Not a good situation. <laughs> so, um, what we're actually talking about right now is um, my seventh grade year. No, it was eighth grade. My eighth grade year, we moved to Kingsport, Tennessee, Slash Johnson City. Slash Johnson City. This is the, probably the smallest town we've ever lived in. I mean, yeah. 
they had a mall and everything. I mean, a mall that all the stores were closing down in. Well, that's because they were starting to build those strip malls, like everybody in America is doing. Yeah. Um, no, but it was really fun there. I uh, met a lot of very interesting people, and I feel like that's where I had my you don't know me, so I get to be crazy and do whatever I want and dye my hair whatever color I want. Um, but yeah, that Tennessee was fun for us, but Springfield, or as mom likes to call it, Spring Vegas, is always going to be our home. Um, we always end up coming back, so. <laughs> yeah. And every time I think about moving, I'm just kind of like, uh, but I would miss that. Right. And I would miss that. But no, Springfield needs Whataburger. A Whataburger, which, I mean, the closest Whataburger is in Rogers, Arkansas. Okay, but that's too far. I mean, it's like an hour and 45 minutes, I think. Do you want to go get some Whataburger after this? Maybe. <gasps> no, just like, oh, I'm, I'm not sorry. driving to to Rogers, Arkansas. Um, it definitely needs a Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, and it needs... Johnson City Pizza Company here. Okay, but again, that's like something that's individual oh, to no. Eastern Tennessee. I'm thinking like chains, like... Food chains? Hmm. But I'm really not into food chains anyway. I don't know why I'm complaining about that. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Ingles. No, Ingles. Ingles needs was, to be. Yeah, we never had, we didn't have a Publix where we lived, which is supposed to be like the, the grocery store of the South. Yeah, seriously. I have no idea what you're talking about. Publix? You've never heard anybody talk about Publix? No, definitely not. Yeah, it's like the premier grocery store of the South. It's crazy. Apparently. Huh. But anyway, um, but we like we love Springfield. I mean, mm-hmm. we have a mall. It doesn't have a Lush in it, Heartbreak. which makes us sad. We have to go to Tulsa for Lush. But that's okay. And so we get to go to the Pioneer World place. That is that is like a totally different direction from there. But it's near. It's not near. It's closer than here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poet, and I didn't even know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I also apparently need to buy Adriana a map her birthday or something <laughs> like that because she doesn't know um, directions very well or the concept of distance <laughs> you know what I go to public school <laughs> <laughs> so because we live in Springfield it's a huge town but it's a it's a it's a huge town but a small city if that makes sense that makes sense I agree um but we like to get involved um one of the things that is near and dear to our heart right now is um we have an election coming up in August, and the breed-specific uh, law, we have a breed-specific law where they are trying to make it to where in Springfield, Missouri, after January 1st, we will no longer be able to um, adopt any pit bulls. Well, have, own any more pit bulls that aren't registered already. Mm-hmm. Um, that's near and dear to our heart because we have, we have fur babies. We have my beautiful daughter who is involved in this. Because I have a full blood red nose pit, she is the sweetest thing I've ever, I've ever had in my life. Um, she's very I don't know she's the most like well behaved dog I think we've ever owned besides Bentley, but she really like I hate that people bash on the pit bulls because I'm like, if you live in Springfield and you think that every single pit bull is mean and vicious and will attack your face off, please just come meet my dog. Like, I've met people who are terrified of pit bulls, who have met my pit bull, who instantly fell in love with her. But I just feel like people are attacking the pit bulls too harshly and aren't worried about the owners. Well, I mean, I 
sadly, I, like, posted on a Facebook thing, which, you know, trolls. But I mentioned that, um, you know, about Karma and how, you know, how sweet of a dog she is. And, you know, our youngest, my youngest granddaughter loves Karma and climbs all over Karma, grabs her jowls, all that stuff. And Karma doesn't even, just kisses her. And I mentioned that on a Facebook comment uh, that was talking about the band. And I started getting all this hate. Oh, that made me so aggravated. Oh my gosh, people were literally posting pictures of mauled children. But another thing that really upset me is that they went at you, they attacked you personally because they said, you're a terrible mother for letting your children around this animal because of how vicious she is and everything. And all you did was post a photo of Maya Maya with my dog. Right. And it just breaks my heart to see that because mainly the people who were commenting on it weren't even from Springfield. No. They're from different places. So if Well, they're trolls. Well, but they were also like saying like, Oh, well, pit bulls were bred to um to fight for fighting dogs decades ago. Okay, yeah, decades ago. You know? Mm-hmm. I Karma, we have never put Karma Karma has never tried to attack any of the other dogs. Never. Never. I mean, Billy is mean to her. My Yorkie poodle. Billy attacks her. She just jumped off the bed earlier and he went for her legs and she just kept walking. Yeah, she's just like, whatever. But, I mean, it's just kind of like Great Danes were bred to hunt wild boar. And we've had Great Danes. Are are you supposed to keep them away from a pig farm because they were bred (laughs) to... Yeah, you know, and then this is what I'm trying to say is like, there's a lot of things in the world. I mean, Australia... Uh-huh. Australia was founded by Europe taking their prisoners mm-hmm. and their criminals to Australia and dropping them off there in in the country, you know, in on that island. And so it was founded on criminals. Now, does that mean all of Australia are criminals? No, no it does, does not, not mean that. That's just crazy. So, yeah. So, anyway, we have this... We have this going on in August, and we're very strong supporters. Um, and then also Missouri has a uh, right to work, which we've lived in a state that was uh, a right to work state, and it was horrible. And and uh, yeah, I just I think that you know we are we do have. My husband does work for the union, and we have amazing benefits. And we also have family members who are strong into the union as right. well. And, and the thing is, is I don't think what people understand is, is, yeah, we have to pay union dues. But you know what? We also don't pay insurance premiums. Yeah, because, because that is the it. union dues. Yeah. So, and yeah, we did have to pay union dues um, before we qualified for our insurance. But it's the same as... You happen to put in your time at a company before, before you your can, before you get your insurance. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna get on my political soapbox because I know how much you hate that. I anything about political like except for this like the only thing that I've really been into about like politics whatsoever is this breed law, and I think that's just because it hits home for me. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I've just never been a fan about talking about politicals. I feel like it's just ridiculous because I have half of my family that vote one way and half that vote another and it's just I feel that if things are you going just good, want to keep the peace then go <laughs> I'm Sweden <laughs> you're sweet well <laughs> anyway 
Um, so let's see, what's going on around Springfield? Um, well, right now we're in Springfield. I'm trying to think. Well, Art Rock was this week. Art Rock was this week. Um, I did not go. I did hear that they did put up a new statue. Um, downtown on the square. Not sure exactly what it was for, but I know that that happened. Well, there's like a sculpture group, a guy, uh, there's like some kind of sculpture thing down there where they're like putting all new sculptures in all the time. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Every time you go out there, there's like some new artwork. Um, definitely either on the ground or on the side of the buildings. Of course, you know me. Once you're out of the house, I'm getting a loft in, in downtown. Yeah. I'm never leaving, so ha. I'm going to be 40 years old and living in my room still. No, you won't. I bet. Anyway. Oh, there goes Bentley growling at Tucker. Speaking of Tucker, all of our animals that we actually have are actually adopted, except for Bentley. Yep. You um, want to go down the list? Okay, so should we start with who we got Okay, before first? you go down the list, I just want people to know that I am not crazy. I just... I'm an animal lover. We and do love our animals. When I was a kid... I wasn't allowed to have a dog in the house, and so I hated it that my dogs were outside, and, and so now that I'm an adult, I, I love my, my, my babies. So my fur babies. My fur babies. Yeah, I'm talking about you, big guy. <laughs> okay, go down the list. Okay. What do we got? So, first off, we have Mr. Bentley. He was the first one we got out of the group we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, Bentley was sitting on the side of a road. He wasn't sitting. <laughs> he wasn't like, please help me. No, he was... He, he was being was, sold on the side of the road. Yeah, he was being sold on the side of the road. And I had like this... The week prior... It was like the week I had Christmas. like this... No, I had like this infatuation with little dogs. And what's kind of crazy is this is, this is part... This is like one of those examples of ask, believe, and receive. Mm-hmm. Because I kept saying, I want one of these dogs. I want one of these dogs so bad. And I just would imagine myself with one of those dogs. And I believed I would have one. Mm-hmm. And then we were driving down the road and it said, Yorkie Poodle Puppies. And I was like, oh! <laughs> And we had just enough money to buy him with a lottery ticket. Jeez. With a winning lottery you ticket. with a lottery he ticket. He was like our winning lottery ticket puppy. High five. Never mind. That's karma. Who knows how to do that? Not you. So, yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah. I don't think I was here for that. I think I was... I think you, you were at dad's. dad's. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see what's next. Next would be Louie. No. Yes. Mushu was oh. next. Jeez. Mushu is my loaf of bread. He is the cutest little pug you'll ever meet. It's depressing because he can barely see, he can barely hear, and he gets attacked all the time by all the other dogs. Besides my dog, because my dog's a sweetheart and just protects him. Well, let's let's back up. It's not like an attack. It was. It's more like they pick on him. No, they pick on him. An attack would be like he's not walking around here like bloody and like. Oh no 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 no! no. He's he's picked on. He's picked on. Yeah, he's like the black sheep of the group. No, he's like the little brother of the group that everybody picks on is what he is. He's like, make sure your brother goes with you. Right. <laughs> so then we have Louis. Louis. Louis Furton. Oh my God, I can't believe I came up with that name. So this was right after we came back from Tennessee. I was so heartbroken that we had to come back just because... It it didn't feel like it was going to be the same for me because I met all these new people and I've had all these new experiences. Like when we were in Tennessee, I learned how to zip line. I got to do all this amazing stuff 
And then we came back here and I was just worried that my life was just going to be bland. So my mom felt so bad that she's like, let's go look at animals. And we were actually originally there to look at a puppy. And then I walked into the cat room. Actually, we went there to pet animals. Okay, but every time we go anywhere and you're like, we're not getting anything with me, <laughs> we end up leaving with something. Am I right or am I wrong? You're so wrong. <laughs> so every single time we go anywhere, she's like, all right, you can, you can pet the, the animals, you can love on them. But we're not taking them home with us. Nothing's coming home. So this has happened three times, and each time I have come home with something. So first it was Louis. Louis was basically, I'm sorry that I had to bring you back to this place. I know you had such a great time in Tennessee, but this is where we are now. So that's whenever I got Louis. He's now an outdoor cat because he likes to eat bread, but we still take care of him and give him love all the time. He digs in every loaf of bread that's left on the counter. (laughs) Except for Mushu. <laughs> and, yeah, except for Mushu. <laughs> Actually, he probably digs at Mushu, too. Um, and if you're not careful, he potties odd places. No matter if he has he a litter box or not. Like, like oh, a, he fresh load of laundry. <laughs> fresh load. Yeah, your bathtub was where he was pottying. Well, Mushu climbs in my bathtub for and no reason. And so he enjoys, he actually likes being outside. He, I agree. He only co- tries to come in, like, whenever it's, like, super hot or it's raining. Yeah. Or cold. So, well, and we always bring him in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. All winter, we he's always We never, inside. ever have him out outside. in the wintertime. Yeah. Um, and then next would be Karma. Mm-hmm. So this is another um, Adriana. We're only going to the pet store to look at the animals. We're not bringing one home. I walked around this cage, and me and her made eye contact. And I we ins- didn't go. To, I mean, okay, so it was a pet store, but they were doing a rescue. It, it was, was a rescue. rescue. Um, it was Haven of the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. They are probably the best people to get your your animals from. They are not only are they sweet, they're helpful, and they. They just, like, are the sweetest people you'll ever meet. And all the animals they have, they always try to help you pair yourself up with, like, it's almost like Tinder, but with dogs. Like, they help you find the best match for you. (laughs) So, I walk around this corner, and there she is, sitting in a cage. I instantly pouted my lip out, looked up at my mom, and went, can we please take her home? And she goes, I don't know. And then she gets out, and mom sees her. And starts loving on her and sees how well behaved she is. And she's like, I think we have to get her now. And then we ended up bringing Karma home, who is our full-blood red-nosed pit, like I mentioned before. Um, she's just a blessing, to be honest. She's so sweet. And then next would be... Tucker? No. No. Willow. Willow. So, another thing. Um, we So, the last three animals we've gotten in a row have been because of me. So... We went to Pets Way because it was new and just got built in a strip center on the other side of town. So we're like, let's go look at it. Let's go see what they got in there. I think we went for goldfish for our pond, didn't we? Yes, for the koi fish pond in the backyard. (laughs) That's exactly what we went for. And I was sitting there, and I walked past this small little table sitting in front of the turtles. And there was a little baby rabbit. She was not a baby. She's a baby to me. I looked at her, and I looked at my mom, and I said, I think I need a rabbit. And she goes, no, you don't. And then the lady got her out and let me pet her and love on her. And I instantly said, I need it. And I was like, I'll share it with Maya, because this was right after Maya was born. I was like, I'll share her with Maya. And mom goes, okay. So we went and got her, and we adopted her, 
and now she lives in my closet and has taken over that area of my room. And then you can do the last one because this one is one that you found that you had been infatuated with for a while. So I um, I actually am, I follow Haven of the Ozarks on Facebook. Right. Um, anybody from Springfield, if you're in the market for a dog, like their Facebook because they put every dog that they have coming up for adoption on there. And there was this dog that they named Scruffy. And I kept seeing him, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's so cute, he's so cute, he's so cute. But I fell in love with him thinking he was the size of Bentley. <laughs> he's not the size of Bentley. He's the size of Karma. Uh-huh. So um, we get there, and I'm like, is Scruffy here? And they're like, yeah. And they should point him out. And I'm like, that's not Scruffy. Scruffy's little. But I got Scruffy out, and I started playing with him. And he instantly was loving on me and just being so sweet. I could tell he had, like, some tendencies that was going to stink. But whatever. So I brought him home, and they said he was, like, part Scottish Terrier, and some mixed with something else. There's no Scottish Terrier in this dog. No. No. I I fully believe... Of course, I'm going to get one of those dog DNA tests. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to for this one. Do you? Well, the other ones, we know what they are. I mean, it's clear that Mushu is a pug. Yeah. Right? It's clear that Willow is a rabbit. Okay? <laughs> well, I would hope so. But it's not clear what Scruffy, a.k.a. Tucker, is. Yeah. Scruffy's name quickly got changed to Tucker. Yes, because no, I wasn't going to give it that Scruffy! Yeah, Scruffy! <laughs> um, so I'm going to do a DNA test on the dog. I know that's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Um, the girls at Fetch, which is our favorite pet, one of our favorite pet stores. They're the only pet store in Springfield that lets pit bulls into their stores without muzzles. Right. Um, they, they, t- they, they told me I should probably do this. But I believe <laughs> thoroughly that... That Tucker is part Irish Wolfhound and Beagle. He looks like it. Yeah, I mean, after I pulled the pictures, I'm just like, yep, that's it. That That's what Tucker is. Mm-hmm. So that's our fur babies. Um, they're the love of our lives, apparently. They are. But I'm, I'm crazy because I'm a dog mom. And, like, my son has already told me that I'm not allowed to have any more. He's cutting me off. So... Justin? Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm cut off. So, one thing about me is I am a reality TV freak. True facts. Do you watch reality TV? Um, on occasion, yes. Depending on the show, yes. But do you know exactly what day and time things come on? No, because I'm not that crazy. Okay, so I'm crazy. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I watch... Teen Mom, mm-hmm. which is in, on MTV, which, does that make me kind of weird that no. I watch MTV still? No. And I'm... How <laughs> 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 Oh, I thought we were just yelling random things and coughing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, no. Anyway, so on Teen Mom, those, those girls are crazy. Mm-hmm. Super crazy. So they brought this new, this girl back, this girl from... One of the other 16 and pregnant mm-hmm. people. And this is like her second season of being on it. 
I don't know if it's a second season or the first season because they kind of are breaking seasons up. Have you noticed this? Like, no. Empire did it, too. Like, the first half of the season, and then they do, like, a hiatus. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know if it's the first season or the second season. Or if of, it's just season break season. Right. So, this chick... Okay, so first of all... They bring her back, and she's pregnant with some guy's baby that they had just, like, hooked up at a club. Depressing. And she got pregnant. And they were going to try to make the relationship work. So, um, she gets, so, we get to see the trial and error of that, okay? Mm -hmm. First off, she lives with her mom and her sister, okay? Okay. And it's almost like, and all of them are single. Okay. Okay, so I definitely know the mom is single. The sister probably is single. And then and then and then she's single. But she has like these guys that like she got pregnant with and they just like totally bash these guys. Yeah. And then they wonder well, why are they why are they not around their kids? Why are they not spending time with their kids? Why are they, you know, that way? Well, because you guys are on a treat to hang out with. No. That's why. Right. Like, on one episode, the mom was in a restaurant eating food and literally stood up, got in an argument with one of the baby daddies, literally stood up in, like, the booth and was getting ready to hit him. <gasps> what kind of person does that That's in public? Funny. What kind of grandma does that? No kidding. So, so to make her drama... Even larger. She starts dating Javi, which is Kale's baby daddy, Lincoln's daddy. Then she starts, like, in all this crap with Kale. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I love Kale. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with my Kale. Right. I love her. So, um, yeah, so she's just nothing but drama, and literally she's trash. I mean, I tried... I know, I know, I know. I know it's mean, and I shouldn't be mean like that. But I really tried to like her until I saw some of the episodes. And I'm really hoping this girl, like, goes back and watches these episodes. Well, I mean, even if she doesn't, they're going to show her on the reunion. (laughs) I mean, it's it's sad. And then we have um, Janelle, Mm, which... That poor baby. I have always been, like, a supporter of Janelle because I can kind of really relate a little bit with her Mm -hmm. um but like one minute her mom is cool and then the next minute her mom's kind of crazy and her mom probably she's probably more of a product of like how she was raised and her mom is a product of how she was raised and you know so it was just kind of like a bad wheel spinning out of control right well but now janelle she kept dating all these guys that were into drugs and and they fought all the time, but now she's dating. She's married, actually, to this guy named David. And <clears throat> at first I thought, wow, I really like this guy. Go, Janelle. You finally found somebody that looks like they're stable and, mm-hmm. you know, isn't going to be a problem. And But lo and behold, she just got another one of the same thing. Because this guy is now fired from <laughs> Teen Mom because she, because of some racial slurs about the LGBT community. Oh, how inappropriate. 
And um, so, so he's off the show. Mm-hmm. And and yet she has yet again more drama with that. But then you've got, you know, Kale, she's still doing her thing. Um, she's got a new baby with a, another with a guy that I mean, one minute they're they're good, the next minute they're not so good. So we'll see how that plays out. And then Chelsea. Everybody loves Chelsea. Everybody loves Chelsea. I she's love Chelsea. She's expecting a little baby girl. That's gonna be great. Yep. Aubrey's gonna have a little sister. Aubrey's my favorite. And Watson's gonna have a little little sister. Yeah. So, and then you have um, Leah, which Leah, she's been through. She's been through it. She's been through it. Mm -hmm. So she's, uh, so they're they're doing good, and you know she's kind of getting in that. Leah's kind of dating again. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. Last time, last episode I watched, it kind of hinted around about her and Jeremy hooking back up again. Really? Yeah, Addie's dad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it works out, though. Okay, good. So, anyway. Um, another thing I watch is Southern Charm. Bless. Which, you watch Southern Charm with me. Bless. But, of course, you couldn't tell me what day it's on. Um, I couldn't. Thursday. Yeah! <laughs> nice. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, a Southern Charm. Um, we have Thomas Ravenel. Which is a kind of like a playboy guy. He uh, Hugh Hefner type, to a point. To a point, yeah. He um he was in politics mm-hmm. and got caught with cocaine. Served time in prison. But like in the South, when you're like in politics or you have a prominent family, then you're very well known. Right. You know. Like, everybody knows Thomas. Yeah. Well, there's a bridge called the Ravenel Bridge yeah. <clears throat> in in Charleston. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. So, uh, it's based in, like, Charleston. And um, Charleston's a fun town. I have never been to Charleston. But I want to go. I feel like we've been close, haven't we? No. I've been a little closer, but not close enough. Mm. So, because um, we did live on eastern Tennessee. I traveled into North Carolina quite a bit. In yeah. South Carolina to for work, but um, uh, Charleston looks like a really cool town to like go hang out with. Yeah, I hung out a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's uh, Thomas has two children with Catherine, which mm-hmm. is a much younger mm-hmm. lady than Thomas, who is probably in his late fifties, and she's in her early twenties. Yeah, they started whenever she was eighteen, correct? No, no, she was 21. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure she was drinking on the show. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't think they would depict underage drinking. Honestly, though, she is my favorite. Catherine, she has pulled herself out of the dirt to make herself a better person. I love her to death. Also, her new hair is beautiful. <laughs> oh, the blonde, red blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it too. Um, yeah, so she got after, well, she was with, uh, Thomas, she started drinking quite a bit, and then when her and Thomas separated, then she started getting into drugs a little bit, and she ended up in rehab. Mm-hmm. During a custody battle, she tested positive for drugs, and she ended up in rehab, and she's done really well. Um, and then now Thomas has got this new girl mm-hmm. that he met from California. And um, girl, 
you need to check yourself because you're about to wreck yourself. Oh my gosh. Actually, she already wrecked herself. Like, yeah. Um, I don't think anybody likes her at all. Uh, no. Nope. Shep said she hated. He hated. Oh yeah. Her. Whenever and he Shep sat down and was everyone. like, I literally hate her. I mean, <laughs> it was just like, dang. And Shep is like one of those people, people that likes mm, everyone. Yeah, they can be a friend with a rock. Um. <laughs> so yeah, she. She tells Catherine all the time about how horrible a mom she is and stuff like that. And it's just so sad because poor Catherine is really trying to do the best in her life. And honestly, Ashley, maybe you need to take a, a little a little lesson from Catherine because uh, she's making things work in her life. And it looks like your man is actually kind of more interested in her than she is in, he is in mm-hmm. her you. That's oh! what it showed like in the last episode. Yeah. Um, and then we have Craig and Naomi needs to just stop that just needs to stop that's just like very awkward it's pitiful it's at this point where it's pitiful craig is trying so hard so hard yeah like when they were on that um crew well i i think they were like going they to an island fishing no they were going to an island and they had to take a boat ride to the island mm-hmm and they were like, he was like, I've been holding on to this for a while for you. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he found, like, that ring he gave her as a promise ring or something like that. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be such a sweet moment. And he's like, I saw this laying on the sink. And it was one of those contact cases you get with, like, when you get your new pair of contacts. <laughs> And she looked at him and was like, that's not even mine. You know, and it was just like, oh, Craig, please stop. Please stop. He's just like, uh, didn't he say that he'd been like, you said he'd been carrying it around for a while. Yeah. Just think about like some random chick that he probably hooked up with once who left her contact case there. And he just. It probably told more about a story that we didn't know about. Probably. Like, whose contact case is that? (laughs) (laughs) Then we have Chelsea. Mm -hmm. And I love Chelsea. She's just so stinking cute. Mm -hmm. And she's like one of those, like, carefree girls that is like, I don't need to be in a relationship. But, you know, I'll go out to dinner with you sometimes. (laughs) And, like, it's really nice because, like, she'll she'll go out to dinner with, like, one of the guys. And it'll be like... Is this going to be her next relationship? But then it's just like... But honestly, she is probably the relationship close, like, coach for the guys, to be honest. Because have you seen all the episodes where she sat there and has helped Shep try to find, like, love? Well, Cameron tried that, too. I think Shep is just a lost cause. I would say something, but I probably shouldn't. (laughs) Shep is a lost cause. Yeah, I guess. Shep and Catherine, though, have hooked up. I want that power couple to work. Could you imagine that? I oh, mean, my god! it would gosh. break my heart, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then there's Austin, who um, is on and off again with Chelsea, mm-hmm. which is super stinking cute. So, and then, like, there's Patricia Allshell, all, all, all. Don't look at me. Ald Shell or something like that. I can't say I can't her pronounce name. my so own name sorry. half the time. She is like who I want to be. I want to roll around in like some Hermes caftan and um, ring my butler for, ring my bell for. about the old lady? Yes. <laughs> okay, I couldn't think about it. Ring the bell for my butler to come make and me. And he, he already knows what you want. My medicinal drinks for the afternoon. Oh, yes. My medicinal drinks. So, yeah, that's 
that's what I want to do. But now they, they've made some, like, episodes of, like, uh, Southern Charm. They've got Southern Charm New Orleans, which I can't get into it. I've tried, and I fall asleep every time. Of course, it doesn't help that I, like, turn it on, like, as I'm going to bed at night. But I just can't. It's nothing great to keep me awake. And then they have Southern Charm Savannah, which last year I did watch it, and I don't know. Not we'll, I mean, the new season's coming. I can't wait for um, the new season of um, Housewives of New Jersey. They just wrapped up Housewives of um, uh, Orange County. Mm-hmm. And that was good. And I know they're already filming. No, that one's getting ready to start again. Okay. okay. So we'll get more into that because there's a lot going on in that show. Yeah. And has went on in that show. Of course, I've watched it from the beginning. I like the New Jersey one better. I like New Jersey too. Just because Teresa. I like watching her. And I really, really hope that Bravo brings back The Real Housewives of Dallas. Also, one of my favorite. Housewives that should be coming back for... I don't remember where it is. Oh, it's also... It's Atlanta. What am I talking about? Because it's Kim. Kim Zolciak-Bierman. She is the... She was... She is my heart. She guest spotted on this last season mm-hmm. a couple times. She said she'll never be back. That breaks my heart. Well, she has her own show. I know she has her own show, but I want to see more. I mean, not She that has her own show. She has her own podcast now. Really? Yeah, you'll have to listen to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's Don't Be Tardy. Oh, well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she has her, She said that it was just too much negative energy for her. Because like, it's always drama. Like for It's just so much drama. Something's always going on. And I mean, like, clearly because... That's, so, I mean... It's a group full of women. Right. There's bound to determined to be some, some somewhat drama. Like, no offense to women, considering I am one, but we're full of drama. Well, and not only that, I mean, Bravo has kind of, like, put out the thing to where if you don't... Start problems with someone, you can't have a show. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't cause drama, there's a good chance... You won't be here long. You won't be on the next episode, next season. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got to secure their money. Vicky has gone out so far for this, though. The cancer scheme? The cancer scheme and when they were at the ski lodge, and they took her out with the blanket over her head. Oh, that was in Iceland. They were at the ski lodge, though. Uh, it was kind of like a hotel, but yeah. I thought you meant the whole time, when, like, when she was in the ski, in, uh, where did they go? They, like, Aspen or something? Uh-huh. And she was like, I've never been with multiple partners! <laughs> <laughs> Remember whenever they got the casserole? She's like, this is supposed to make it better. <laughs> She's like, look, we got a casserole. It's a gesture. <laughs> so I am a reality, um, a reality TV nut. Um, I have not gotten into Big Brother like I did last year. Well, earlier this year. Well, last year, well, earlier this year was a lot more fun because it was celebrity. Yeah, Celebrity Big Brother was my thing. I actually paid for one month of CBS all access just so you could watch what they were doing and i watched it all the time all the time so see i started to watch um the celebrity edition of big brother but i just could not get into it like they had stars on there from my childhood that made me super happy like james maslow until i like realized how much 
of a not nice person he is. Oh, yeah. He he was He said some stuff. He was very mean to my main girl from Hairspray. Broke my heart. Yeah. And I was like, uh, how dare you? He said some stuff that I don't know. He was just rude. Trying to act like he's a gym nut. Yeah. I can't say anything though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, we're going to do a segment every week called Weird News. Because there's weird news. Mm-hmm. What is the weird news? Okay, well, it's not really weird, but did you hear the McDonald's on uh, West Sunshine <laughs> burned down? West Sunshine up here? Yeah. Like the one over by Cherry? The one by Starbucks Chick-fil-A. What? Across from, across from Wonders of Wildlife. I felt like we were over there at some point today. No, we weren't there today. That's crazy. Yeah, apparently they've decided, the fire marshal, and this is Springfield case, so it's really not weird news, but apparently somebody flicked a cigarette in the um, wood chips in the flower bed, and it started on fire because it was so dry. Nice. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, it hasn't rained here in a while. It rained the other day. No, it didn't. Yeah. We're supposed to have scattered showers today. That's good. Okay, so did you hear about the 92-year-old woman? That's that shot her grandson, not her grandson, her son, her son mm-hmm. that lived with her. Yeah, her son and her son's girlfriend or wife. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, lived with her, mm-hmm. and she uh, thought that they were going to put her in an assisted living facility, a nursing home. Uh huh. So she shot him. Yep, that's crazy. Ninety two years old. I ain't going nowhere. This is my house. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, to me, is just nuts. I'm just like, why do you think the best thing to do? Because, like, you didn't want to go into assisted living. But now, until you die, you're going to be in jail. Yeah. Because there's no... I mean, like, there's... don't mean to be terrible, but that's clearly not going to be a long time from now. I mean, the only thing they can say is that sh- insanity or, like, dementia. But then she's still going to be, like, in a... And a institution, facility. yeah. So, so either way, she ended up not in her own home. Right. So she screwed herself over it. And well, she, she tried to shoot the girlfriend, but the girlfriend, I guess, ran, wrestled the gun away from her. Wrestled the gun away from her. That's terrifying. Yeah. Wrestling in ninety-two. I mean, she was in a wheelchair during court. I don't know what kind of what kind of, what it really would have took to Maybe wrestle her down. Leg. Oh, true. I didn't see her from like the waist down or anything like that, but yeah. So, did you hear about the flamingo from Kansas City? No. So, what's odd, this is where I find this really odd, mm-hmm. is that here in Springfield, um, our airport has a uh, mascot, which is called, it's Pinky the Flamingo. Did you know that? I did not know that. And you worked there for how long? <laughs> So, Pinky the Flamingo Mm -hmm. is the mascot of the airport. Well, a flamingo from the Kansas City Zoo escaped 10 years ago. Okay. They found it. Living in Texas. It has relocated and is now living with seagulls. My life goals? (laughs) To live with a seagull? I want to live with the seagulls. I want to run away for 10 years. Don't look for me in Texas. I won't be there. <laughs> but my thing is, is okay, I, I get it. The seagull, 
probably has been there for some time and they just probably now was able to get close enough to read its like maybe tracker or whatever yeah, it has on it. Chip. But so at some point that seagull had to go through like Arkansas. Not seagull. That flamingo. That flamingo had to, had go, to go a th- long had way. to go through Arkansas. Mm-hmm. At, you, or or even Oklahoma. Yeah. You mean to tell me that that nobody it. saw this flamingo in Arkansas or Oklahoma? I mean, I mean, if you think about it, here in Springfield, though, at our park, well, at our zoo, the zoo is what right- if it what if it just like did a travel and like stopped at zoo to zoo to zoo? That'd be crazy. But like, <laughs> if, you, if you think about it, here in Springfield, the zoo is right next to my school. Every single day, at least someone sees a peacock in the field at the fairground. Well, you have to be careful driving back around because you can yeah. run over one of the, the peacocks. Right, but, like, that's what we're used to. Why, why, like, I, don't, I can't like, even, like, think about how a flamingo just, like, takes that travel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, we got some frequent flyer mileage. Oh, apparently. I wonder if he gets any good rates. <laughs> he probably wanted warmer weather. Probably. <laughs> He's like, screw, screw this. This. <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sometimes we feel that way about Missouri, too. Missouri slash Kansas. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I want to bring it back to us just because I think this would be interesting because I don't really feel like I know a whole lot about your high school career. Was, was it a career? Yeah. I didn't get paid for that. And nobody got paid for it, but it's still called your high school career. Get off my back. Anyway, so I know that we both have done, like, similar things. Like, for instance, I've been asked to prom every single year. You went to prom every single year. I am a theater kid. Well, was a theater kid. We can get into that another time. And then you were a theater kid. But I feel like our experiences were a lot different. So, basically, I want to compare and contrast our high school, like, things. Because, you know, I'm a millennial, I'm in the new era and everything. Like, I don't know. I just want to see how different our our high school lives were. Okay. So, tell me a story about something that you did in high school. Because I want to see if there's anything that's, like, around what I've done. Um, a story about me in high school. Either a story or about something you did in high school that you, like, is really memorable for you. Well, I mean, I think that whenever I was in school, I don't think we were policed as much. Oh, yeah. As you guys were. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was in junior high, I was in a high school production of A Sound of Music. Mm Mm-hmm. So, as a little fragile little eighth grader, mm-hmm. uh, seventh or eighth, I want to say it was eighth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a fragile little eighth grader, I was in a play with high school kids, like about to graduate high school kids, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, the thought of hanging out with people that could just drive was like, what? Anyway. Um, so we did this Sound of Music, and of course it had to be a big production because all the nuns and everything had to sing and then all that stuff. Well, 
our high school, our junior high was where the uh, stage and everything was for big productions. And they had uh, the downstairs part of it. So you had to go outside to get to the downstairs, which were dressing rooms. Mm -hmm. And then there was dressing rooms off to the side. And so, of course, only the main characters had the dressing rooms upstairs because they had to be on and off stage super quick. But, like, the chorus, which was all the nuns, and then some of the other people, they they stayed downstairs. So, during the protection. And, and not only that, I will say this, like, we did that stuff for, like, three, four nights. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we practiced for months. Months. Okay, mm-hmm. so I hung out with all these people for months, and um, wasn't it you and Aunt Chaz though? No, because Chaz did not go to the same junior high as me. Oh, so it was high school whenever you. Okay, continue. So, um, whenever I um, so one night we were doing the performance. And we, I went downstairs after my scene, and there were people in, down there with Ouija board. Nice. And they swore they were talking to Hitler. Oh. But again, we didn't have adult supervision. Right. There was stuff going on in those downstairs dressing rooms that would have like I don't know possibly been illegal (laughs) possibly I mean there was a lot of underage sex going on down there and yeah nothing looked weirder than a nun getting it on with somebody (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's kind of like I hear that, like, Disneyland has, like, these tours where you can go behind the scenes. Mm. And they said, like, when you see, like, Cinderella smoking a cigarette, it just, like, totally blows your whole image of, like, that whole Disney thing. Right. So. Cinderella, why are you killing your lungs? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of like that. It was like, oh, my gosh. And me being, like, eighth grade, I was like, what the heck? (laughs) Is this what high school is about? (laughs) This is pretty okay. Uh, okay, this is different. This is different, <laughs> right. you know. And then like, I I was lucky enough. I mean, I'm not saying lucky enough, but I guess I was cool enough that I was in, I was invited to the cast party, like the unofficial cast party. Oh, okay. Like there was the official cast party where we all went up to the library and had like snacks and like had fun and da 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 da. But then there was another cast party where there was a shiz ton of alcohol, and everybody was getting drunk. Uh-huh. I was invited to that, which I was just like, oh. This okay. is what we do it. <laughs> I'm in high school in junior high. So, yeah, that was one of my high school experiences. All right. Um, well, see, your theory, your th- uh, speaking words doesn't work for me. Your theater experience was a lot, lot different. Well, I also I. had a production of like 80 people. Yeah. See, all of our productions, I'm going to say this. People who are probably going to know me are probably going to hear this, and I'm probably going to get a little backlash. A little backlash. But, excuse my language, all of the plays that we've done since I was in freshman year have been half-ass. Oh, yeah. 100%. You even know that. Oh, definitely. First play I was ever in. What was it? It was something about 
con- like, I don't even remember. Country is what I was going to say. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> no. I don't think that was allowed. No. It was something about a freaking cowgirl that saves the day. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. It was very bad. I looked like a man. They put a beard on me. Yeah, it was, your productions are, like, way different than mine. Because, like, our productions, one, we didn't have canned music. And that's something that drives me crazy about schools nowadays. It's like, you go, like, when I was in school, we would sit in front of our music teacher, and she would play that same tune on the piano a hundred times until we got it right. Mm -hmm. You guys have canned music, like... It's all done by, yeah, pre-recorded, done by, done by audio, which don't get me wrong, we love technology now, but. It's so, it gets to the point where it's too much. Well, and it doesn't feel like it's as as much talent. Right. Because there was like dancing scenes in that, um, that show and everything, and we had to run and chase Indians, and it was horrible. No, it was bad. It was horrible. It was the worst experience I ever had, but I made so many new friends, and whenever I went into high school, I had the worst social anxiety ever. Like, you remember me not even being able to talk to waitresses. Remember the time you wanted a pair of shoes, and I was like, oh, well, you better go ask if they have them in your size. And you're like, I don't want them now. (laughs) Well, things have changed since then. I'm pretty, I'm open. Anxiety's still there, but I'm still open. But it really helped me come out of my shell doing theater in my freshman year. Um, because the fact that I was on stage for the first show I ever tried out with, out for was kind of like amazing to me, but I met so many great people and I reconnected with old friends there. It was amazing. Um, to a point people that I was around were amazing casting, directing, um, other things like that backstage ridiculous. People would be running around like on the floor because the last play I did However, but there was no Ouija boards involved. There were no Ouija boards, no <laughs> sex, no drugs, no alcohol. The cast party was at Incredible Pizza, and I didn't even go because I was like, that is lame. Goodbye. I was in junior high in the 80s, though. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, let's see, the last production I ever did out there, because I did all the way up to June, no, sophomore year. I did both freshman year, I did the spring and the fall. And then... And then the junior year is when you got blackballed. Yes. 100%. Anyway, so... um, The last play I ever did with our school was a production called Cheaters. Basically, it was about uh, these teachers and principals lying and saying, you cheated on a test and you used your phones to do it. We need to look through your phones and see if we can find out who did it. What happened to, like, schools doing stuff like... Wizard of Oz. Oh, we did Breakfast Club. We did Breakfast Club last year. Cut out all the good scenes. All the good scenes. Anyway, I was assistant director for this one. For For cheaters. For cheaters. I got called so many dirty names because people got mad that I kept taking their phones away. But the, the teacher who was in charge of directing everything told me to take their phones away without telling them. Yeah. So I walk up there with a box, put your phones in. People call me the B words left so and right. So the difference between my school experience and your school experience is the kids are brattier now. Yeah, 100%. 
So And we could get away with murder. Oh, 100%. 100%. So I worked very hard on this play production because I was like, you know, I want to prove to him that I'm responsible enough. There was a day where he was sick, wasn't at the rehearsal, but we needed work to do because we felt like we weren't um, ready or prepared and we had shows coming up the next day. So we went there, did the show. We, I was the one who was there and I filled his role of being director and getting everything done. So we were there and I did all this stuff for him and everything. In the end, he basically said that I wasn't responsible enough to become a thespian, which if you know what that is, it's just like... It's the it's the term it's the of theater theater term. Yeah. So theater. basically, um, I had more than enough points. You have to get a certain amount of points, but he does it where you have to vote in. Anyway, they all said that I'm not responsible enough, but I told him, if I'm not responsible enough, why did you give me an award saying that I was the best assistant director you ever had? Yeah. But that's basically it for my theater, you know, stuff that we had together. But, um... I think we're running out of time. I agree. (laughs) And running out of words to say. So, um, I guess... We're going to try to do this once a week, if not twice a week. Mm-hmm. And um, we're really hoping that maybe we can uh, get some good music for our intro and that we, uh, we can um, perfect our podcast. So yeah, any ideas you have, you can, um, you can message us. Um, my Instagram is Springfield Girl and um, Mother Daughter diary md diaries on snapchat at gmail.com is our email address and you can definitely hit us up there but until next time have a great week see ya